At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with It's the Interview Series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks, as always, for making your way here, checking out the series. You know what to do. You like what you hear, what you see. Hit that subscribe button. Put out three new interviews every single week, new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So it's a great way to keep up with all of your favorite artists and discover some new ones as well. At all the usual spots like iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, anywhere you get your podcast from, subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. And that's me, Kyle Meredith, today talking with Jared Leto. We're going to be catching up uh, this time about his uh, new miniseries called We Crashed, co-starring opposite Anne Hathaway. This chronicles the rise and fall of the company we work, finds him portraying the Israeli businessman Adam Newman. Now, uh, Jared's going to tell us what drew him to the story, uh, making sure that it wasn't a takedown piece. The interesting thing about this, uh, when you're watching it, like you get the sense that this guy might be a madman, but at the same time, it's never telling you whether or not he's a bad guy by what he's doing. Not exactly, anyway. So we're going to talk about that, that uh, that thin line that you got to wa- uh, walk. Uh, what it was like to go straight from having the Italian accent as uh, Paolo Gucci in the House of Gucci to having an Israeli accent as Adam Newman, as well as how voice gives him access within the characters that he plays as well. Uh, Leto's also going to discuss the importance of music and score within film before giving us an update on his band 30 Seconds to Mars, which sounds like they're going to be releasing new music as soon as uh, his uh, starring role in Morbius hits theater. So let's do this discussing We Crashed. It's Kyle Meredith with Jared Leto. Kyle, thank you for doing this. Uh, a big congrats on on We Crashed. Uh, I had to remind myself about halfway through that first episode that it was you because I, you were totally. I mean, I, I think that's what we're all looking for. I'm sure that's what you're looking for as a fan or as a as an actor. Uh, but I got to start with the obvious question then: Why this script? What drew you to this? Because what an incredible story. I mean, that's what drew me to it. Incredible story, fascinating circumstances, really compelling characters. I loved that it was a really modern story. I mean, we, we were shooting some scenes that took place in 2019. So it was, uh, it, I'd never done that before, told a story that was so fresh off the presses and 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'm also really interested in, in immersive work and character work, and I love I love that kind of challenge. I love that process. I'm fascinated by it. And having come from House of Gucci playing Paolo into Adam Newman was just such a it was that was a, a, a long run in between those two characters, and I just really was psyched to have that kind of opportunity to, to play real life people too, and not just real life people, but someone who's actually still alive like does does that make anything different for you knowing that that person is still out there that they're going to see this i think it probably does in some way i mean i I feel like anytime i play a real person i have an obligation to really do the work to do the diligence to dive as deep as possible and, and bring to the screen as accurate a portrayal as I can with with dignity and with grace and with respect, but without pulling punches as well. You know, but this is this is not a documentary. It's it's a film. It's a it's a painting, not a photograph. And it's impressionistic at best. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will never really be Adam. Um, but I did. I was really fascinated by playing a person, a, a, a modern story and a modern person. And, so much material to pull from. I mean, so many interviews and so many books and podcasts. It was just a a really ripe one as far as character and research went. What's interesting about this, this show with We We Crash, that I I sort of found myself noticing throughout it, or at least how I saw it anyway, was that it wasn't telling me this is a good person or it's a bad person. You kind of, like, I, I felt like I was able to make up my mind, like, this guy does seem crazy and 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 narcissistic sometimes but then again i also you know was i rooting for them at at some point you know for you going into this like who is adam to you and and do you felt like you had to pick a side on on who he was good or bad no i I mean i think we're all complicated you know and um i i was intent on not just being part of a takedown piece i really wanted to explore the humanity the character, the complexity, uh, the success and the failure. Um, And I feel like we did that. Uh, You know, uh, 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 you know, it's my role, my job to to find some understanding, to find some empathy with my characters, to find uh, some insight into what makes people work. And this is just a great character. I mean, it really, no way, no way, you know, it's any way you look at it. It's just, it was a, he's a fascinating guy. Do you, do you feel like he's one of those characters? Like, does he have his rosebud that you've sort of got to keep in the back of your mind? You know, he's a bit of an anomaly, you know, in, in, in many, in many ways. He, he, it's hard to compare him to um, anyone else that I've played, but I, I feel like, uh, you know, he's got a lot of story left in his life. It's interesting because you do hit on certain things, or at least the way I saw them, the self-importance. I mean, that's a big thing. This is a guy that at some point said he wanted to be president of the world and live forever, which are things that sound fun, but I think he meant them, you know, when, when, when he was saying that. And But when I'm watching you do this role, you never take it over the top where I think a lot of people would. And, you know, and... and I was watching an interview you did with Oscar Isaac, the actor on the actor. Uh, you were talking about how voice leads you into character a lot. 
and was that the case with this one? Obviously, you have an accent. Uh, I think he was originally Israeli, right? Like, how how did you approach getting into the inside of him? I mean, great questions. And I, I actually was doing Paolo Gucci and went straight to New York and right into this project. So it was a wild one to, to kind of go 180 like that into this Israeli accent and dialect. And, uh, you know, he had a very particular voice. Thankfully, there's so much material of him. There's so much, I was just buried in material, which was great. Um, and the voice was a key into the character for both of those roles. Um, and oftentimes is for me, uh, the voice is a really powerful, um, uh, kind of path into the, the character. And, uh, you know, I had a great team of Israelis that, that around me, so I could hear that voice all the day and working on, I could hear it all, all day and working on accent and the script and we really dove in deep. And it's important to me too, is, you know, to do a great job, not only for my own self and my own, you know, um, uh, just for me, but, but creatively, but, um, but also, you know, to, to, to pay tribute to the, the, the dialect and the culture and the country that I might be doing an accent for, you know? So I always feel like, you know, the, the least you could do is do your fucking homework and make sure you're, you, you do the best that you can. And, and by the way, if you can't do it, you need to raise your hand and, and, and say, hey, I, I, for some reason, I can't do this. Or someone close to you needs to tell you that, hey, listen, you got to figure something out. Uh, and unfortunately, I have those people that were, were you know, helping me, guiding me and, and pushing me in the right direction. Do you think of it as an, as, as an impression? Are you doing an impression or is there, are you still allowing yourself to put something no, else in there? It's not an impression. It's impressionistic, mm -hmm. which is a big difference. Um, you know, it, it, like I said, it's a painting, not a photograph. So it'll never really be Adam Newman. But we hope to capture some spirit, some essence of, of who he, who he is, um, who he may have been at that time, aspects of his personality and aspects uh, of character, uh, but never an impression. And I don't, you know, I feel like too, just to talk about what you said in the first half of that, it's like, you know, life is over the top. You know, there are successful business people out there that you know, if I, if I, if I did a, an impression of them, you'd, you'd be like, oh, that person's not real. They didn't say that. You know, people are, are crazy. Uh, and as long as you're grounded in truth, and there, there is no over the top, you know. Hey there, it's Kyle Meredith from Kyle Meredith With. After you check out the latest episode of my show, uh, be sure to check out some of our other great programs on the Consequence Podcast Network, including Standing BTS, a bi-weekly podcast covering all things BTS and ARMY, and The Opus, Consequence's original documentary podcast exploring legendary albums and their lasting legacies. So head to consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. 
There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. It all comes, I felt, at just such an interesting time, this show specifically coming out right now. You know, I, I wrote down at one point in one of my notes, this guy is selling a cure for loneliness. Or at least that's what he's, you know, maybe thinks. And and, and here we are, of course, coming out of the pandemic ourselves. Yeah. You know, I don't know, was was any of actual, you know, you talk about it being a current project and everything, but was any of that part of what you all were kind of injecting into this, knowing what was going on in the world? Well, it was wild to be a part of a project that talked so much about community and culture when all of so many people were isolated. I mean, when I first arrived in New York, I remember like walking down Broadway at two in the afternoon. It was like, I didn't even have to look either way to you know, see a car. I was like, there was nobody around barely. And then it just kind of, there was this spring awakening uh, and uh, the city just came to life over the next four or five months. And it was pretty wild to witness that, but, you know, grateful to be working during that time and it had its challenges, but it was also great for me because it, it made life, you know, um, compartmentalized in a way that I could work even harder. I could focus in with no distractions at all. And uh, I really, with this project, I got to be honest, man, I, I just sacrificed everything in my life to focus on the work at hand. And I was really, it's a, it's a gift to be able to do that. And uh, I was grateful that I had the opportunity to in the space and time to do it. Well, it's a beautiful project. I, I got to quickly mention the music in here too. Uh, what a hell of a great soundtrack. And then you've got DMC in there. You've got Q-Tip making an appearance. Uh, and I, I say this, you know, from the musician side uh, of your career, like how much stock do you take in that? Because every single time a song came on in this series, I was like, what a great choice for music in this. Do you pay attention uh, to that side too? Good, yeah, I mean, that always helps. There's nothing like, you know, the right piece of music with the right piece of film. It's transformative. Uh, and, um, you know, talk about like songs or score, how that can influence a performance or a film is just incredibly impactful. Um, but, you know, and it also helps evoke specific times in our lives. There's a the kind of nostalgia that comes along an emotional component. Um, when you hear that right song at that right time and it puts you back to that place in your life that you were. You and I had talked only once before uh, over a phone interview and that was for 30 Seconds to Mars doing that last record, the America record. I'm such a big fan of what you do. Is there still room for that in your life right now? Do, are you thinking about that? Because I'm a greedy fan is what I'm getting at. Thank you. No, I appreciate it. And yes, I mean, during during kind of, you know, shutdown, lockdown, whatever you want to call it, I, I really, my brother and I just went to work and we wrote a couple hundred songs. And um, we're going to start releasing music as soon as Morbius comes out. I think we'll, we'll probably put music out in 30 seconds to Mars. We'll be back on the road where we usually are. Um, but it's been hard for, you know, so many 
not just the artists, but the people that work at venues, the, the fans, there are, you know, so many people that have like, they love to go to movies and they love to go to concerts. It's in a big part of their life and their escape and how they connect with other people and how they have community, share community. And, you know, there are a lot of local venues, small venues of which I've played at many uh, all over the world that, you know, suffered really badly. So I'm happy for, excited for things to kind of, get back and, you know, for people to be able to, to get back to what they love to do. And, and, uh, and hopefully we'll get back to what we love to do and get out there on the road again soon too. I look forward to that. Uh, again, I can't congratulate you enough. This was such an adventure ride, uh, what you did and we crashed and seeing you just Thank lose you yourself in that character, Jared. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it. It's been a real pleasure. See you next time, Kyle. Appreciate right. it. Now the last time that Jared and I got to talk was uh, back in 2018, 30 Seconds to Mars just released their album called America. Up until this point, it's still the uh, the most recent album from the band. Uh, an album that was written over the course of the past few years before that and found Jared taking a snapshot of the country that we lived in at the time, from the political to the personal, uh, wide-ranging in everyday life. So that's what we got to talk about. I'm going to put that up here as well. Part two of Kyle Meredith with Jared Leto. Thanks so much for having me. No, it's a pleasure. Congratulations on this record, man. It's great to hear you guys again. My absolute pleasure, man. It's good to be here and uh, good to be talking to you. Um, titling a record America in 2018, I mean, that says a whole lot. I know you started writing this, you know, a few years ago, back in 2015. I was wondering, does America mean the same thing to you now as it did then? Well, probably not. I mean, I think that it's, you know, the idea of America changes all the time. That's one of the reasons it's, uh, it, it's, it's such a fascinating idea and a place. Um, it's constantly evolving. And as an artist, I'm evolving as well. And you know, this album is just one kind of document about my experience, my brother's experiences, and uh, we're really proud of it. Getting a tremendous response, and you know, we're looking forward to getting out on tour in America in June and July. Working on something for that long, I mean, over the course of you know several years, was it hard to keep the thread uh, in the direction and, and not... I don't know, shoot the plot, I guess? No, not really. I mean, the good news is America is just a gift that keeps giving. I mean, as far as creative inspiration and material, uh, there's, it's, there's been a never-ending, you know, uh, barrage of uh, unexpected uh, situations and experiences. I know much has been said about, you know, the sound. It's a bigger sound. It's a brighter sound. Some would say it's a slicker, poppier sound. I started thinking, like much like Beck, who was sort of talking about the same thing with his new record, that there's an, there's an approach to pop with a more artful side to it. I don't know if that kind of conversation went into it, but that's sort of what it seems like to me. I mean, I think you're probably pretty close. I mean, there's, there, I love good craftsmanship, whether it's Nirvana or Depeche Mode or Prince or Michael Jackson or, you know, I love, you know, an intention to deliver a song that is super efficient, you know, a three-minute pop song, like a police song, or a Dr. Dre track. You know, I mean, there's there's good music everywhere, whether it's pop or hip-hop or rock, and there's bad music everywhere, whether it's hip-hop, pop, or rock. So, you know, I think we explore a lot of different musical styles on this record. We use, you know, strings and tubas and gospel choirs and guitars and drums and 
and a lot of unexpected sounds and it's really fun for us to explore new territory i think it's really modern and it's a it's a great way to break new ground and say new things the wo-o-o's seem to be a part of that conversation which they become a popular thing to do in songs right now i i don't is that just timing that it lined up for you guys like that or did you say you know what we can we can work with that and we can work that into what we're doing no i mean ever since you know, our first album, I've been woe-oeing since The Kill, you know, in 2005. I mean, I think I wrote that song in 2004, to be honest, or three. But, you know, it's a good universal way to sing along if you travel from country to country like we do, and we tour so much around the world. You know, the old kind of football, soccer chant, um, there's a great way to communicate and have a universal language. I know there's a fine line with songs, and, and a lot on here that could be about a girl, or about a government. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Dangerous Night is a good example. It seems like a song about a boy and a girl. It's really about America. But in other songs like Walk on Walk on Water, you know, a song about the times that we're living in, a song about change, about freedom, about standing up and fighting for what you believe in. I know immigration is sort of a part of that, too. Being a touring artist, you get to see that a little bit closer than other artists do, or what other people do, I guess I should say, just being around the world. Do you see that there's going to be a change in that? Because right now that seems like more divisive than ever. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we we travel around all over the world. And I think we're exposed to a lot of different cultures. So, and I think exposure leads to understanding and acceptance, you know, whether it's um, the Middle East, playing shows in the Middle East or in Mexico. You know, we have a lot of respect for these places around the world. And uh it becomes a lot less scary when you know people and you know places. Um, and I think it's a really been a really good thing for us as the band. You know, we're here in Europe now, I'm in Paris right now. We're looking forward to getting back to the States and playing shows in America and bringing this big, wild, crazy concert to a, a town near you guys. Jared, it's, it's such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for the talk and for this album. Thank you, brother. I'll talk to you soon. And my thanks to Jared Leto again. We Crashed miniseries is on Apple TV right now. Big thanks to you as well for checking out this episode. Please do uh, hit that subscribe button before you get out of here so you can keep up again with new interviews that we put out every week, new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Three interviews a week to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones as well at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video version, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. An hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, including, uh, well, mostly on Twitter, but also Facebook and Instagram. All three of them, at Kyle Meredith. I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. 
it sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.